Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Luke. And today, we're here to talk about the Expendables movies. Mm-hmm. In preparation for Expend Forbles, which comes out a couple days after this episode will be released. Correct. Uh, we'll be talking about the first three. Mm-hmm. Expendables 1. What are your thoughts, Luke? Well, I had never seen these movies before, so they were an interesting watch, especially... <laughs> reading reviews about it and knowing that a lot of people don't like these movies but have been recommended highly to me and now i finally watched them so some of them are good yeah that's true uh some of them are not how do you feel about the first one? First one specifically is good yeah i'd say most of them overall are around like i'd say like a six or a seven out of ten but with some like eight out of ten fun yeah which is yeah. I like that this movie starts off and, and you very quickly understand what kind of movie it is. Oh, yeah. Where the pirates are gathering everyone up and you're like, oh, like, is this serious or not? And then Gunner pulls the trigger and a pirate gets knocked in half and the top of his body <laughs> flies into a wall. And you're yeah. like, I gotcha. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yep. Something that was interesting, though, is this movie kind of felt like the Avengers of action movies. They're just like, let's bring all the stars together finally for a team-up movie. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Although I did just find out that apparently they've been trying to get Jackie Chan to do like all of them. And he keeps... Yeah, that's totally right. ...not doing it. And I'm like... Ugh. I actually... I remember it. That would have made it better. Talking about him being the fourth one like ten times. Yeah. It's disappointing. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, well, how, well, let's talk about this, though. Uh, how do you feel about Jet Li in the first movie, specifically? He's fun. I love him. Yeah. I, yeah, I love his whole <laughs> argument about, like, why he needs more money, because every time he gets hurt, the wound is bigger because he's smaller, <laughs> and every time that he goes somewhere, he has to work harder because his legs aren't as long. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Did that again, it's like, uh-huh. I got you. I got you this movie, right? <laughs> this this style, tone. It's ridiculous. But but at this point it's a good level of ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. You know? Very fun. How, how did you feel about the very very standard plot of we're good at fighting people so we're going to go to this island that's being overrun by a very weak militia and we're going <laughs> to take him out so that this island can be free? Yeah, it was fine. I didn't need Schindler's List. No, with this, it's like that's that's really all I need here. So they really didn't take themselves seriously in pretty much any way with this. Yeah, that's that's what I found enjoying, enjoyable about it. T- to me, it felt they're like, what if we made an action comedy, right? But just combine that more than like. Other action comedies are like, look at fun action. Okay, some jokes, fun action, some jokes. It's like the action is what makes you laugh in this movie, and that's, yeah. that's what I really liked about it. Yeah, and I I think the action is a lot of fun in every aspect too. I think lots of guns. Mm-hmm. You know, Statham's throwing knives around quite a bit, but even like the hand to hand stuff is pretty enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I think it gets better in the next one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. But it is, I think... It's like a hill, these movies. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I did think this movie should have been called Testosterone, the movie, but it would have been more a fitting title. It's, it's a very, <laughs> it's, the movie is like the definition of guys being dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I also found out that so, something about another actor that turned down a role in this movie, which was pretty funny to me because, so Kurt Russell apparently was offered the role of the, the, like the leader guy that like brings them together and everything like that like brings the team together he turned down that role um and then a number of years he would take the role of a leader of an organization that brings the team together <laughs> in fast and furious i'm like nice kurt yeah <laughs> yeah what well, watching bruce willis show up in this one and like I, I just haven't seen a bruce willis movie in a while and it was like oh yeah <laughs> look at you and then I kind of like him in in one and two, and how he's just just being a dick. Oh yeah, big time. And I'm like, you know what? I think I actually miss him. <laughs> like, yeah. Like really, I'm I'm now I'm kind of sad that he's not acting. Not that any of his movies kind of near the end of his career were particularly great, but yeah, you know, I just kind of miss him. Yeah, I'm sad. What's happened to him? Did you think? When we decided that we would start this podcast, that in our first year of episodes, we would be watching two movies directed by Sylvester Stallone, starring Sylvester Stallone, in which Dolph Lundgren plays a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Amazing. Uh, yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there just... That, that was fun when you showed up, I'm like, wait a minute. It's a guy from Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. giggling to myself the whole time at how <laughs> that lined up just perfectly. Yeah. I didn't realize this was directed by Sylvester Stallone until like the end credits because I didn't pay attention to opening credits if there were any. I think I might have missed them. But I was like, huh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. I, I did really like Sylvester Stallone in these movies. It was that level. I, I really like uh, Sylvester Stallone, even if the role he's playing isn't good. <laughs> but I just think he's a fun guy to watch. Either in good ways like Creed or Creed's like its own thing. Yeah. Though. Like where I mean, that's like, like, holy crap, you're an incredible actor right now. Like this is amazing. Or like or an, or an expendables or like Rambo level where you're yeah. just like, I just wanna watch him murk when dudes. You, yeah, when you don't have to take him seriously, <laughs> it's really easy. Yeah. Especially because the way that he delivers lines It's so perfect. I love it. it he's just He's just dramatic enough in everything he says. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta go back and, and say these people. There's something in my soul that I gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Slide. Oh, I, yeah. I can roll with it. Yeah. I I really like Jason Statham in these movies. Yeah, and I he is I and more than that, I really love the chemistry between Statham and Stallone. Yeah that that is something that's done very well in these movies is the that uh dynamic between the characters yeah it's a very enjoyable dynamic to watch yeah i agree someone who look i'm not bothered by their presence in the movie but i don't think they're doing a very good job is randy couture i i don't remember who that is he's the guy with the cauliflower ear i see i see uh yeah he is just kind of there yep Pretty much. Now, I was actually watching and following UFC 
when he was fighting. And he was a fine fighter. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of cool. Like, oh, he's the, the guy from UFC is in the movies. But he kind of, he has like four lines in every movie. And then he's just happens to be shooting a gun while other people are shooting a gun. Like, he's just there. Yeah. That's true. And, like, they don't even bother giving him, like, a special moment <laughs> in anything. He's just there. Yeah. And much. when he d- delivers his four <laughs> lines, it's like, you went first take on that one, didn't you? You were <laughs> yeah. like, good job, Randy. You nailed it. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. On uh, topics of actors as well, what do you think of Terry Crews in this movie? I like him. Yeah. Terry Crews is great. Yeah. There's, there's something about it. You know, just ah, nails it. I, I like too that, like you get a little bit of that Terry energy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> yeah, but a little more macho. Yeah, like I just like hearing him yell. Oh yeah, when he yells, it's like yeah, you go Terry, <laughs> you do your thing, man. Uh, how how did you feel about the the subplot of of Gunner being a druggie and turning against his own team and having you know they have to fight one of their own. Uh, honestly, fine, because I w- also didn't take anything about this movie seriously. Yeah. So I was like, sure, whatever. I was, wa- I was at this point, I was watching things happen, and I'm just like, yeah, why not? As <laughs> everything happened. So I didn't mind it. I take it you didn't like it? Look, there's better plays that they could have made, I think. Oh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> but, yeah. but they also do the exact same thing in three, and it's worse. So I'll forgive them. That's true. Yeah. Right. Like I said, at this point, things were <laughs> yes. happening and I'm like, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. How did the first one end again? They blow up like half of Violina, but they take out the government and then they go home. And then. But I meant like what happens before the credits hit? Because like each of them, they like I do their thing and then like something happens. But I think they're just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is. Uh, Statham throws a knife. Right. Right. But that might, is that all three of them? Maybe. Because <laughs> the third one definitely ends with him and, and Wesley Snipes throwing a knife and then Wesley's hits the ground. Yeah. But I think the first one ends with Jason Statham walking outside and saying a little poem. Oh. Right. Yeah. Cause he was definitely yeah. making fun of Mickey Rourke. Yeah. And then he throws the knife. Gotcha. gotcha. Mickey Rourke, ah, it upsetting that they didn't bring him back for two and three. It's true. Yeah. I And look, I don't even need to see him, you know, going on missions and fighting. Do the exact same thing. Yeah. In two and three. And awesome. <laughs> I love yeah. him just, just sitting there like, how you doing, brother? You getting any sleep? And then telling <laughs> yeah. philosophical stories and, yeah. and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> you can act like you're not just, yeah, Whiplash in Iron Man too. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah, it's always so weird because I'm like, oh yeah, he's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every time he spoke, I'm like, I keep forgetting about this. Yeah, we, need, we, we should watch <laughs> more of his movies. <laughs> so I think he's probably a good actor. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked how just deliciously terrible 
the bad guys are in this movie. <laughs> the bad guy yeah. from The Dark Knight and then Steve Austin as well. Which guy from The Dark Knight? Uh, Maroney, I think. The one that he yeah. drops off the, yeah. the balcony. Wow. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Yeah. Does a way better job in Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Just deliciously terrible. Oh, yeah. So I like that he just takes a knife right through the hole from behind and it comes right out his chest. Obviously. Yeah. It's great. Beautiful. Over the top. Oh, also, look, I don't know that my my thoughts on this will, will change for as the movies go on, but this movie started and the music kicks in, the soundtrack, and I went. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a, like a Brian Tyler soundtrack right there. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've watched we, between Fast and Furious and John Wick. Yeah, you know we've made note of of his music a few times, and then, yep, that's that's yeah. him. Yeah, and it just it's the same. <laughs> it well, sounds much. like a score that he would make. And you know what? They work beautifully for these movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. They don't need anything that. Emotional or crazy. We don't need a just... musical storytelling, if you will. Yeah. Other True. than action scenes. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Things go boom, you go smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, we've been pushing off. Right, let's get to the one that I'm really excited to talk about here. Unless you have anything else about the first one. Uh, I just remembered on IMDb here, this reminded me. I found out a while ago. That I didn't realize it was this. For it, that it, I didn't realize that it was for this movie, but I knew that Sylvester Stallone had like fourteen injuries making this movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. It's also commitment. So fun watching him run in these movies <laughs> yeah. because they're definitely being like, hey, look, it's Rocky running. No, <laughs> the, no. these guys not moving like that. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Expendables 2, which was actually the first one I saw. Oh, nice. I got to, I saw it in theaters, and I watched it like six times in theaters because I just had the time <laughs> of my life. And it, it just, it hit perfectly just like with every, with my experience watching movies and with like specific celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when this came out and I watched it, I knew who Jet Li was because I'd seen a couple of his movies. Mm-hmm. And then the movie opens up with him in a kitchen beating the crap out of 10 dudes with a frying pan. And I went, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, in my room, I'd say probably for three years in a row I did this, this would have been the middle year. I had a Chuck Norris calendar hanging <laughs> in my bedroom. <laughs> and then Chuck Norris shows up in this movie and tells his own Chuck Norris joke. That was amazing. Incredible. It's perfect. Uh, I had just enough awareness of like who Sylvester Stallone was and like that he's Rocky and that he's Rambo and you know the the Terminator with Schwarzenegger and mm-hmm. Bruce Wilson Die Hard and like I understood I'll be back I understood Yippie Kaye so that joke at the end which is amazing a fantastic joke it just everything hit just perfectly on top of the absurdity that exists within this own movie oh yeah like 
the villain of the movie being named Villain, which is just villain, but you emphasize the AI at the end. Yeah. <laughs> also, halfway through the movie, they stop calling him Villain and just start calling him Villain for no reason. No reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie is as as ridiculous as the first one was. This one, they ramped it up. Oh yeah, like the near the beginning of the movie, they're they're in like that big truck. They just unfold like a battering ram from the end of it, and they're like, "It's <laughs> knock got, knock knock knock" written on it. Like amazing. They also they take a motorcycle off the front of the truck because there's a helicopter, <laughs> and they just go vroom vroom. And then they let it go, and the motorcycle jumps off a ramp into the helicopter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember it started, I was like, oh, sweet. Liam Hemsworth? What are yeah. you doing? Oh, shoot. He's dead. Yeah. Which leads to the best line that Stallone says in any of these movies. He goes, how come the one of us that wants to live the most, deserves to live the most, lives or has to die? And those of us that deserve to die have to keep on living. It's not fair. And I went, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I'm really feeling your heart, Frank Sly. <laughs> oh, the, there's so many perfect lines. When the Expendables decide that they're going to defend that village from the soldiers. First of all, every fight scene is just perfect in there. Uh, but capitalized with Jason Statham saying, I now pronounce you man Man and knife. (laughs) That was beautiful. And it also ends with, with one soldier coming out and they're all together. There's one more. And they all shoot him and his chest just turns into ground beef. And then Sly goes, rest in pieces. (laughs) Like, oh. oh, so good. Like you can't, not watch this movie without a smile on your face. It's true. Unless you hate action movies, then... At some point, you'd have to go... <laughs> even if you hate everything that this is, I think in the second one, at at least one moment, you go, ah, that was bad. <laughs> it was bad, but it worked, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hands down, the best scene in any of these movies is them in that village, and then the the rocket comes out of the tank. Yeah. And then Chuck Norris shows up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then he makes the, the joke. Like, I heard you were bitten by a cobra. He's like, yeah, I was. But after five days of excruciating pain, the cobra died. <laughs> like, so amazing. beautiful. <laughs> amazing. And then he shows up, he talks with Sly a bit, and then he leaves. I'm like, <laughs> salute him. The fact that he just shows up out of nowhere at the airport and just <laughs> wakes and then mows down like 40 guys. Yeah. amazing it's just everything about this one works for me oh yeah uh and what's what's nice too is so i mentioned that i'd seen this one first look i like the first one Mm -hmm. but you actually don't have to watch it to watch this one there's one joke that they make that you need to have seen the first one to understand it's at the beginning when Jet Li walks out of the kitchen and Dolph Lundgren's there and he says, did you win? And Jet Li says, of course I win. Mm-hmm. Because in the first one he says, I would have win when they were fighting before Stallone shot Gunner. But yeah, that's it. You can start with this one. Yeah. 
But even then, if you haven't seen the first one, it's not like, I didn't understand that joke. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You don't I didn't understand that. the joke at four minutes and 38 <laughs> seconds. This whole movie is ruined. But there's not really anything to understand. It's just, he said, did you win? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, even if you didn't know that was a joke. Oh. It's fine. Oh. Okay. Let's get, let's do uh, Terry Crews here. I love that he has an automatic shotgun. <laughs> do, 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 do. Huh. That's amazing. It's true. And then Stilo or when they go to save Schwarzenegger, and he's like, I'm going to take that one. And he's like, no, you're not. He says, every other gun is too small for me. I'm taking this one. Yeah. Beautiful. The CGI, I thought, in this movie was a... At, at, the, at this point, I was like, yeah, it's not amazing, but whatever, you know? Uh, But it is noticeable, like, mm-hmm. The, I think the muzzle flashes are are the biggest thing for me. Yeah. But I I generally don't care. Oh no. I'm like you notice it but I'm like whatever. Like even even in other movies when the muzzle flashes are about the same that's just not a pet peeve that I have and I totally get that lots of people like that ruins it for them when the, when the flash doesn't line up or if it just looks weird and like paste it on. I get that. I understand. Uh, yep. No. I'm sorry that couldn't be better. But I feel free to disagree with me. But in in this movie, I didn't feel that any moment was ruined because the CGI didn't hold up. Oh, no. not It was not ruined at all. Yeah. I was just saying, like, yeah, you notice that you're like, nice explosion. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like, whatever. I see. You didn't have much of a budget, and most of it went to getting everyone in this movie. Oh, yeah. Another just absurd but beautiful thing is at the end of the movie after after Sly kills Villon, is uh, he comes out to the girl. What's her name in this one? I do not remember. Her name is Maggie. And he comes out to Maggie. And he says, you know how to carve a turkey? And they walk out with his head in a in a bag. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the, just the worst setup for that is it, Bruce was like, you get him? And so I was like, yep. And so Schwarzenegger walks. He's like, well, well, you say that, but where's the proof? And then they pull the head out of the bag and, oh. <laughs> nice touch. Bit extreme. <laughs> but nice. I'm just yeah. like, the absurdity of Schwarzenegger being like, oh, where's the proof? <laughs> I, I don't care. Because I still love the first two. But it is a it is a little bit absurd that in both of the first two, the girl in the movie is like, oh, Sylvester Stallone, if you want me to stay with you, you're so manly and handsome. I'll do whatever you want. And he's like, "No, you gotta, you gotta be with your people. You gotta do your own thing." And I'm gonna, I gotta let you go. It's like Vin Diesel's movies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like he, he's not that attractive, <laughs> especially on the team that he's on. He's not the one that the girl would be like, "I'm going for you." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I, I love I, that second one so much. Oh, that second one's so good. Did you know? Apparently, 
for the second movie, all of Jet Li's scenes were filmed in Hong Kong because he was working on another film. Like at the same time. I was like, oh, interesting. Neat. I, I, I feel like that would be interesting to think about while watching the movie to see if you can notice any difference because I didn't without knowing that. No, he's also he's also only in this yeah, movie not, very briefly. Yeah. Which is a little sad. Yeah. But. Scheduling oh well. conflicts. I don't think he's coming back for four, is he? I do not believe so. There's a lot of people not coming back. Uh, yeah, here, we should say this. He's not scheduled, or he's not credited as coming back in four. Yeah. We'll talk about four later. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a couple things to say. And a couple questions to ask. Yeah. Two is perfect. It's... It's a three out of I ten think, perfect. I think this is... Three out of five, you mean? Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this movie is everything that these movies needed to be, and they just hit every chord just right. They have, oh, like, yeah. like, the references to their other roles. The action is just corny enough, mm-hmm. but also gory enough. Yeah. Like, the performances work just well. There's, like, enough of a story, but also so little of a story that you can laugh at how much isn't there as well. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. They and don't, then they don't try to push it, you know, they're like, we know what this is. And this is what we're doing. Like, thank you. And then somehow they learned every wrong lesson from that movie <sighs> and made the third one. Yep. This is also the longest one too. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's a there's a noticeable drop in quality. Opening scene, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, and the CG in this one takes a hit. Mm-hmm. And for a minute there, after watching the movie, I was like, well, maybe they tried to do too much. You know, yeah. at the beginning, does slides really have to blow up the helicopter? Yeah. You know, did they... Or, you know, was that something where they were like, oh, we have to add that in, and because that's another shot on top of all the things we're doing? I don't think that's the case. I think it just, it was just bad. Yeah. Well, the CGI is really bad in this movie, just all around. And it's not like the last ones were just like, yeah, it's a little rough here and there, but whatever. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah it's, and like, noticeably different. Yeah. It's, it's not just the CGI, though. It's. Also, the editing. Uh, for example, there's a scene. Um, okay, you know what? You know when something's happening in a movie, like they're doing multiple steps to a certain thing, like tying a rope or whatever, and they'll cut to them. They'll, they'll be like, they wrap the rope around something, and it'll cut to them immediately tying it to make it look yeah. like there's multiple steps and it's happening really quickly, right? Yeah. They do that, but with a fight scene of the the guy on the train. He, like, breaks into the front cart to take down the guy. But they, like, cut out certain frames in the middle between it to make it look like it's, like, sort of like a montage fight or whatever. Something like that. And it's like, why would you do that right here? That's so awkward. There's just, yeah. And there was just stuff like that throughout the movie. It's like, what were you thinking? All right. Watching this one, I, you know, I was was trying to be... As open to it as I could. Because I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't like it. 
Oh no. So now it's ten years later. You know what? Let's try to you know be a little more receptive. Uh, maybe it's not as bad as we thought. Uh, it's probably about as bad as I thought. <laughs> uh, what was better was the fact that I'm watching this movie happen, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. I didn't even remember that Bill Gibson was in the movie, and he was the <laughs> bad guy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have uh, uh, some some characters that I like. Is there anyone in this movie that you were like, you know what? Bad movie, but you did all right. Not Mel Gibson. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. I actually really enjoyed Harrison Ford in this movie. Or I thought you were going to say someone else, and I was scared. I think I just Harrison Ford, like, with like the exception, minutes. with the exception of Indiana Jones and the Star Wars movies that he's come back for. His like the character that he plays because he, sorry, but he doesn't have a ton of range. Is kind of just grumpy old dick. <laughs> he nails it, and he does it really like I like how. When he shows up at the hospital to tear into Sylvester Stallone, like he's just dickish enough. <laughs> yeah. But also you can understand like, oh yeah, you are like also just upset that this didn't work and you're not like just showing up to be like, I hate you and, and yada yada yada. It, look, it's totally stupid that he shows up for the final battle, but also... He's just flying a helicopter. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, we gotta go. <laughs> anyway, also, I don't know if you noticed this, but they definitely filmed his stuff on a separate day because oh, yeah. you never see him with anyone else. It's just him in the cockpit. Other than, other than that. Oh, in the helicopter, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Other than at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And but, then he yeah. shows up in the bar at the end. Yeah. And I like that his little, like, I haven't had that much fun in years. I'm like, good for you man because you didn't do anything but yeah i i loved his performance i also really enjoyed kelsey Grammer, who is the one that takes him that takes sylvester to meet all the the young folk oh yeah again very small role but i thought that he just did a great job and i also thought it was hilarious when he told sylvester stallone that he found a lump on his heart and that he was gonna die yeah and sly was like oh <sighs> and then Kelsey was like, no, I'm just kidding, just making sure you're so human. <laughs> so I was like, what? what, what, uh, what, what? <laughs> yeah. That was good. Were you just thinking about Age of Extinction while you're watching it? I was thinking about X-Men more, but... <laughs> yeah, he's an X-Men, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you... Did you like Jet Li in this one? Sure, yeah. yeah. He's there. <laughs> okay. I I felt that I wasn't a big fan of any of the main characters in this movie. Yeah. Like Sly I didn't enjoy as much. I didn't enjoy um Statham as much. Statham I think still worked for me. Yeah. Uh I don't know, maybe I'm just on a Jason Statham high right now. Yeah, I think probably they're all doing worse than they have in the previous movies. Also yeah. I feel like Terry Crews would have been fun if they didn't write him out of the movie. <laughs> I mean, at least do the decency of killing him. <laughs> yeah. Not shoot him three times and then have him go, ow, ow. And then we're going to go do this without you, buddy. And yeah. then have him show up at the end. 
Also, yeah. I feel like if you killed one of them, especially like the biggest, bulkiest guy, then that would be like, oh, like this is serious. But to have him just be like, oh, he's a little injured. He's going to be in the hospital for two weeks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's not that bad. That is he? No. Uh, the the worst character in this movie. I was wait wait. What did you think of Antonio Banderas? He's Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. In his like intro scene where where Kelsey Grammer thinks that they're going to meet a kid and then it's him, that scene I don't. It's not that bad. No, I thought that was fine. Especially when, like, I like when he puts his hands on his hips and, like, briskly walks back and forth. He's like, I just want to kill people. I want a job. All right, that's good. But then he shows up again and he does not shut up. No. And everyone. But the thing is, he shows up again and then doesn't leave. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, I thought you were just a cameo. Like, the thing is, is they try. They're like, no, no, no. Like, we know he's annoying because everyone in the movie is going to be like, oh, we wish he would shut up. Yeah, you're not helping. No. Like, I, I'm i losing my mind right now. Like, you're, you're, you're hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is really bad. Uh, and also the yeah. kid, the kids aren't good either. <laughs> oh no, not at all. Also completely forgot that Glenn Powell was in this movie. <laughs> and I was like, that's Hangman. Yeah. Like, I've been, since Maverick came out, I've been saying, I am good, Rooster. I'm very good. Every single day. Yeah, because uh, he's really <laughs> he's really good in Top Gun. Uh, he is. He is. Uh, less good in Devotion, the other plane movie that came out last year. But that's, yeah. and then there's this movie where he doesn't do anything. Nope. It's, it's kind of comical. Sorry, it's almost comical. Yeah, because it's more it, sad than in the comical. final fight, where they're in the the abandoned complex there, and, yeah. and they're fighting. What does Glenn Powell do the whole time? He's climbing up an elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's going to shoot. No, he's climbing up an elevator shaft the whole time. It's exciting. He probably only climbs two stories. But they're just like, oh, yeah, Glenn Powell, that guy. Well, here's another shot of him, just because we know you forgot that he was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Also, perhaps nitpicky, I hate his hair in this movie. I do not remember his hair in this movie. It's like buzzed, and then his beard is longer than his hair. Oh, okay. And his beard isn't very long. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Ronda Rousey is not a ton of fun. No, also, it's in this movie. it's stupid that Antonio Banderas has to help her win that fight, uh, because she's literally a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're just like undervaluing her as a member of this team. It's like, well, she can't actually do it by herself. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've mentioned this to you off air, but I feel bad for her because I feel like she has she should have been given a chance like like the rock or john cena to like actually try something and like put some acting chops to the test cuz i i enjoy 
a lot of what John Cena and, and Dwayne Johnson are doing. But she kind of did this in Furious 7, and then she had a cameo in, like, the Entourage movie. And it's, like, nothing. And I just feel like she never got her shot. She, like, she used to do UFC, and now she's doing, like, WWE. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it's laid up for her to, like, have had a shot, but then she didn't get it. Yeah. And this movie did her no favors. Oh, no. Not at all. She was not good in this movie. Yeah. I don't fully blame her, though, so. <laughs> yeah. Also, the it, I said I, I didn't care about the girls swooning for a Sly Stallone in the first two. It's really creepy that Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey's like, hey, if you were 30 years younger, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, do no. not. <laughs> that is. Stop. We're not Stop doing now. That. that is gross. <laughs> that, <laughs> sorry, but it's gross. Yeah. Uh, we No. No, thank you. No, please. Yeah, it's true. That final. the, th- the Here's the, I think, probably one of the biggest issues of this movie way too many people yeah. and especially that you brought all of them in for the final fight yeah like I enjoy him but Schwarzenegger didn't need to be there again and I, I really enjoyed Jet Li he didn't show up for the final fight right no, Jet Li didn't do a ton and Schwarzenegger was there so we could say we gotta get to the chopper like, oh. I was about to say I actually liked that I thought that was kind of funny <laughs> I was like nice not the situation, but I'm like, I got you. Yeah, uh, for me, it was too little too late. But I'm glad you enjoyed that. But then you have, like, two full teams. Running. It's like the end of Jurassic World Dominion. Literally, where everyone's crawling into a helicopter, and you're like, that's a lot of people. And I'm supposed to care about all of them. Yeah. And I don't. And here's the thing. <laughs> If you haven't noticed by the fact that we call everyone by their real name in real life, we don't remember any of these people. <laughs> I know it's Barty Ross is Sylvester Stallone, and Jason Statham is Lee Christmas. I remember Christmas. Terry Crews is Hail Caesar. I remember that. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is Gunner. That one's pretty simple. Randy Couture is Toll Road. Uh, Bruce Willis's church. I think Schwarzenegger's trench. Yeah, of course I say, oh, we don't know any of their names. Now I'm listing them all. But... Well, I knew Christmas. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, I think that's where... I don't even remember Chet Lee's name. I think it was a very Chinese-sounding name. So, yeah. Third one's really bad. Third one sucks. Yeah. Overall, I just want to say this about, like, all of these movies as a whole. Was I felt the first one was fine with some good moments. Yeah. The second one was good. And then the third one was just just garbage. Yeah. And there wasn't anything that I was like, that's fine. It was mostly just like, this is just bad. But, yeah. Oh, it, and my least favorite part of the movie is when Sylvester's there with the kids the new team and they say what are we gonna do walk in there and shoot the whole place up and i'm like yeah please that's why i'm here it's been a while (laughs) since anyone shot a gun in this movie and they went 
no, we're going to do this our way. And then they just hack their way in and kill four people. And I'm like, lame. Like, that's like getting a chocolate bar and you open it up and it's like veggies. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're like, what? I didn't sign up for this. No, yeah. it's not. It's, you promised me something that was really good and then you gave me something that is probably better for, for me on the inside, but it's not what I wanted, you know? Is it more wholesome to watch less people die? Probably. But. These also aren't I, supposed I, to be wholesome movies. I, I want to watch people die in these movies, man. <laughs> Kill them all. Uh, in the movie. Yeah. In the, in in the, the movie. movie. In Kill the movie. All. Just like to clarify. All right. Now that you've seen the three. Also, my ranking is the same. Two and three. Best or worst. Yeah. Uh. Now that you've seen these three movies, looking uh, ahead, I won't necessarily say looking forward. I won't presume to know your stance. Uh, how were you anticipating Expend Forbals? Uh, well. Now, there is an element of this movie that I think sets it back a step from you enjoying it. Is that Megan Fox is one of the main characters, and she is. She's Jason Statham's girlfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> gosh dang it, son of a biscuit! And uh, you you have been very vocal. O- open about <laughs> the fact that, that you do not appreciate her role in the movies that you've seen her in. Correct, correct. Um, well. So now that I've just ruined the movie for you, how excited are you for it? <laughs> not very excited, gonna be honest. Uh, not just for Megan Fox, but it's come. It's from a place of, in terms of action, I I much prefer swords over guns. Because I think guns can get really boring really fast, <laughs> and I think that these movies have proved that for me. Is like the first one I was like off the bat I'm like I like this, and then eventually by the end of it I was like. It's over. Sweet. But the second one, I'm like, it was just goofy and amazing. I, I loved it. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And the third one, I'm like, I, I hate all of this. <laughs> right? And even sometimes in in other movies, I think John Wick is like the only franchise that I've, like, action thing that I've been, like, increasingly good every single time with gun action. But mostly it gets pretty boring for me. So I think with the fourth Expendables, <laughs> I'm going to be... Not very interested while I'm watching it. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I'd love, I'd love to love it, you know. But that's just how I feel about it. And also, now I know Megan Fox is in it, so I, I am excited for the variety of of weaponry. One of the characters in the trailer has like that knife mm-hmm. on a on a rope. It looks like a chain, I think. But like the weapon that Shang Chi's sister uses. Yeah, I can't. I don't know what name it is. I so I'm sorry. could not tell you. I don't think I've ever known. <laughs> I, I've uh, never known. Yeah, no. So someone's using that. There's lots of knives, guns, and uh, also Tony Jaw and Iko Uwais, whose names I've definitely butchered. Probably are both in it, and they're both like skilled, like martial artists. So there should mm-hmm. be some decent fist fights in there as well. Let's hope. Uh, I think that the joke about Gunner wearing glasses and having a prescription scope on his on his gun, I think that's pretty funny. So I think that there'll be a nice level of humor that comes with it. Uh, also, 
I'm excited to hear your reaction to this in case you didn't know about it. But the idea is that this fourth one is going to kick off a new trilogy of Expendables movies with Lee Christmas, Jason Statham as the head character instead of uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, interesting. Wow. Which I don't think that'll change too much because Statham is very much in the first three, even if he is like the number two. Maybe six is Expendables movies where I'm, where I'm like, just watch the second one. Yeah. That's all you need. Unless they nail it with the fifth one. Yeah. Watch the middle one in each, in each trilogy. Yeah. Hey, but I will say this about Expendables is the third one was so bad that this had to be of a certain level of quality for them to finally be able to make it and release yeah. it. So there is nowhere to go but up. That's not entirely true. But that's what my hope is, right? Also, Sylvester Stallone didn't want to do Creed 3. <laughs> I think that is a... Because Expendables 3 came out in 2014 and Creed 1 came out in 2015. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I actually do think that him not doing Creed 3 probably opened him up to... Another Expendables. Yeah. I'm excited, but, like, not too excited. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like, oh, cool, the new Expendables is coming out. And then it kind of ends there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm broken from seeing so many bad movies in theaters. But there are good ones. But I'm like, enough, <laughs> enough. When we went and saw Asteroid City and we're sitting in the car and you're like, dude, did you know that movies can be good? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is why I love movies. <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> Oh, we'll talk more about that in a later episode. Oh, we absolutely will. Uh, to find out how we do feel about Expendables 4, uh, we will be posting our our reviews on Letterboxd. Uh, our accounts, the links to our accounts are in the description below. Uh, also, if you want to hear Luke talk about tokusatsu and, and various Japanese movies and Otaku shows. Otaku culture. Toku culture. Otaku. Taku. Otaku. Otaku. <laughs> I'm very well versed in, in, <laughs> in the, the content that he discusses. Yeah. Uh, if you want to listen to Luke's other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, that will be the link slide will be in the description as well. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, go watch Expendables 2 because that movie is an absolute delight. Uh, we're going to be completely honest we're not really sure what we're talking about in two weeks. We will find out So in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Come back in two weeks to find out and be a surprise. A mystery episode. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and until then, Luke, why don't you hear us with a sweet, sweet send-off? I would love to. All right. Now, since there's some stuff about this movie that I love so much, I thought we would bring that to the forefront at the end of this episode uh, with a Chuck Norris joke for you. All right. So did you know that Chuck Norris doesn't actually climb trees? He just pulls them down and walks on top of them. Beautiful. <laughs> hey, thanks, Luke. And thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us and the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, or X, if you will, at Pod Screen Time to see some quick thoughts of ours regarding movies or shows. You can also follow us on Instagram, again, at Pod Screen Time, to see when our episodes drop 
and any extra visuals that we want to show off. You can also catch up with both of us individually on Letterboxd to catch our thoughts and reviews on the movies that we watch. You can find me at The Shininator, and you can find Luke at Shin Glassman. If you want to hear more of Luke, feel free to check out his other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, where he discusses tokusatsu and anime with his sister Hannah. And if you want even more of Luke, who can blame you? You can take yourself over to his YouTube channel, Shane Glassman, where you can watch his videos that range from reviews to tier lists. They really are a blast. Links to all these things are in the description of this episode, so head there to find those and stay connected with us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.